Well, hello. Welcome to the Film Dogs. I'm Mr. B. And I am Lord Marcus. And we're here to talk about our first film viewing together of 2024, Ferrari. Vroom, 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 vroom. Michael Mann. Michael Mann, yes. Is uh, he back? I'm jumping right in. I'm sorry. No, that's good. Let's jump right. Let's jump straight in. Um, look, I got to say, uh, as with going into the theater to see a film 2024, I was stoked. Energy was high. I'm always very hopeful that the film that uh, is presented on the screen in front of me is going to be my number one of uh, of a particular director or of a genre. I'm always hoping somebody's going to push the limits. Give you a good example. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Like I knew, like, man, this guy's still making, he's ripping it. He's, he's making, the, you know, throwing the heat. Yeah. With Michael Mann. Uh, sorry, part, that part, said, part of the pun. Interesting <laughs> that you said throwing the heat yeah. for uh, Scorsese, because shouldn't it be... Yeah, uh, look, here's what I'll say about Michael Mann's um, very good film, Ferrari. Uh, it's not his, It's not my f- most favorite. It's not going to be in discussion for his number one for me. Um, no, um, but no. But it, it probably ranked pretty high. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I would call myself a... Uh, like if you look at his dis, his his filmography, I was about to say discography because I'm thinking about music. Um, I'd say I'm a Michael Mann fan. Uh, I'm not a hardcore fan, but I have seen most of his films. And this was an anticipated one for me, mainly because I am also uh, an Adam Driver fan. Yes. Are you in the Adam Driver fan camp? I am a huge Adam Driver fan, and I would like to explain how I came to Adam Driver. Yes, please. Star Wars. Uh, really? I, I really was not aware of Adam Driver pre-Star Wars. I know he had a, a wonderful career. Mm-hmm. I uh, went back and saw some episodes of Girls when I was, was like, oh, who's this Adam Driver guy? He really reminds me of Frank Silva, who played um, the protagonist on Twin Peaks. And immediately I was like, oh man, if they ever, if, if David Lynch wants to sort of recast this role, this guy would be perfect for it. It just reminded me of that. And I liked him immediately from that. Yep. And obviously like uh, Star Wars didn't exploit the deepest level of his talent. Um, but at the time, like I was super stoked for The Force Awakens and I was super stoked after The Force Awakens. I thought that he was immediately great. Um, I have been a huge admirer from, and he's not ever really let me down. I will say that uh, probably my favorite Adam Driver is Terry Gilliam's The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. That's a great film. We, I, I feel like we, we watched that together. We did. I think we've even watched it twice together, maybe. I think so. I've yeah. got Mrs. B to watch that one as well. And that's a fantastic film, but we're not here to talk about that one. Nah, I guess I can say that. Oh, yeah, but, but I am an Adam Driver fan. Watch that film if you have not. And if you are an Adam Driver uh, aficionado fan, or if you are undecided, I, that's the kind of film that I think wins you over. Well, Ferrari is a, uh, an excellent display of um, his his role choice, for sure. Um, what, what, yeah. What what do you think about Adam Driver and Ferrari? Well, I mean, like I was I was perusing uh, not necessarily reviews, but some of the the news around it now that it's out because we are. Uh, in Brisbane, Australia, which is a bit annoying because we have been talking about favorite films of 2023. And and for us, this came out New Year's Day, I think. The first screening, yeah. Um, Yeah. So they just had some preview screenings earlier in the week. Um, Yeah, but for general release here, it was... was, 
yeah. New Year's Day where we've got people over at the big picture. Uh, you know, Amanda Dobbins saw it uh, in Italy, like what, six months ago? <laughs> yeah, we didn't even have the opportunity at um, the Brisbane International Film Festival. Um, this wasn't one of the options uh, no. for us to see. Unfortunately, I hope that changes this year. I hope we get a more, so not a more diverse palette, like a more inclusive palette of yeah. um, the kind of films that are definitely going to get some sort of release in Australia eventually. But this was a, this was a film that I was looking forward to for a few reasons, main mainly driver more than anybody else. Cause to be honest, I, I, I didn't really care who directed it, but you said Michael Mann and I go, well, I think he's going to make a good movie. <laughs> I think that my, my biggest elation of anticipation was Wow, if it sounds as good as heat sounds and it's gonna have these Ferrari engines. Um, I was like, you know what? Like Adam Driver's in it, Penelope Cruz is in it. Um, I didn't really know a whole, like uh but when it said Patrick Dempsey was in it, I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting that was classy act by him. Yeah, though. casting, uh, casting. Um did you watch trailers or read anything about the film before you watched it? Did not see one neither, single trailer. Neither did I. And, and that's one of the things that you have to know with the film dogs is we're not trying to be like uh, amateurs here, but we don't, I don't like watching modern trailers and I don't like reading reviews of a movie that I'm about to see or anticipating because I want to go into it fresh. I want to come up with my own thoughts, my own opinion, and I want to talk about it from there. And I that's agree. The point of, that's the point of kind of even this episode is to talk about Ferrari. So if you are undecided and you haven't seen it, this is a spoiler episode because we, we do want to go in deep. This is a fresh watch for us, um, and it's fresh in our brains. We want to capture all that post-film energy, contain it, sell it, put it in a bottle for but, your pleasure. But if you're somebody who's, who's watched the trailer or um, you were aware of the cast or unaware of the cast, it's like the, the draw is Adam Driver, um, If you Penelope Cruz in it as well very well cast um shailene woodley plays the his mistress lena um where's she from uh faultner stars she is uh she's from she's from quite a few i'm not sure if they're uh of your um persuasion uh but faults of our stars uh divergent the fallout insurgent oh that's right divergent that big was little big... lies uh she's oh, more of a right, she's more lies. of a uh, mrs b actress in the sense of mrs b would have seen more of her films than i have but i'm very aware of her uh as an actress and it's, she's not somebody that it's like i'm i know I, I, had... I don't have any thoughts good or bad really towards her i had most recently seen her in the spectacular now with miles teller um She's, I think she's a bit typecast. She does, she does that type very well. Um, in this case, in this film, uh, I'm sorry. She just had to contend with someone that was on fire and ravenous hungry to eat that screen alive. Penelope, Penelope Cruz. Good golly, Miss Molly. Dag on. She, she was a fireball in this. And I like that they kind of talk about I mean, we talk about this film. Walking out of the film, I went, this isn't really a, a, a race film or a, all about cars. And especially if we're going to talk about in comparison of like Ford versus Ferrari, this is definitely a, a, a marriage, drama. It's a marriage drama with the backdrop of uh, Ferrari racing. And not even yeah. Yeah, like 
that's the backdrop of the backdrop. Really? Yeah. There's a little bit of there's a lot more business in it than with with um, that said. That racing scene was pretty daggone good. Exactly. But the thing you have to know is if you're trying to go see this movie because you think you're going to see uh, Ferrari cars driving around at super fast feet speeds the whole movie, it's it's not that. It or like is, a Tom Cruise, Tony Scott, Days of Thunder film. Correct. Like, you're not, uh, it's not an action, keep you on the edge of your seat, big adrenaline rush uh, type of film. It's it's a family drama. It's got some good yeah. racing in it. it I mean, the it, the screen opens black and, you know, uh, oh, that was black pretty- screen with him talking about their relationship. That was a nice opening. And But it does, if you see that, you have to know that is setting up the film because it is about their relationship. And it, when I when I did see that, I kind of wondered where it was going and if that's what it was going to be about. And I kind of assumed it would if that's going to be the opening. Um, and I was I was almost bummed when I first saw that first scene because I'm wondering, oh, what kind of movie is this going to be? Uh, but Penelope Cruz, I'm going to say it now because we already said it earlier before we hit record. She's probably the best supporting actress that we saw for a film release for 2023, even though this is a, for us in Australia, it was a 24 release. (laughs) But for for 2023, for all the films that we've seen, uh, geez, what she does with her eyes, with her face, her emotion, just not even saying anything, it is classic Penelope Cruz at kind of like at her best and and they they make her haggard and they make her kind of the old angry italian woman and she eats that screen alive i just don't even know of anyone else that could have delivered that performance and i think i know that i've said that uh, prior about like emma stone there is no person that could have delivered emma stone's performance mm. I, I like that's a high level of praise like this movie will fail without that performance I gotta say, uh, without Penelope Cruz in this movie, like yeah. she definitely elevated. I think she brought um, everybody's best out of them. Yeah, applaud and bravo to her. Uh, definitely, hands down, the best supporting uh, role for a female uh, for this year for me. Yeah, and and she shares a lot of the screen time, and I'm not upset that she does. And in fact, if if it was Shailene Woodley as the mistress in getting just the amount or more screen time, I don't think the film would have been as good. Uh, the relationship, the chemistry that you see on screen with what is being said about the relationship of Enzo being in love with Lena, and but he's married to Penelope Cruz as, as Laura Ferrari, I'm just... Now, let me just say this, I, you know, like, I, I think this is a fair kind of thing to address or, or to talk about or just to converse and, and share our, our thoughts about is on screen, physical, emotional, like any kind of chemistry that's between your, you know, your actors and actresses and your leads and your co-leads and whoever. They have to be able to, you know, sure, if, the, if they're great actors, they can deliver that. But when it is, like, really natural, that's a whole different story. Let me say, like, with Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz, like, I can just see them in real life. Like, they would get along. They're both really great actors. Like, they're, they're fantastic. They're all about the craft. And that's not to say that Shailene Woodley is not. 
but she's kind of just not on the same level as Adam Driver and particularly in this film, Penelope Cruz, who is like, she's fierce um, and she's out there for blood. And she's kind of driving the way that mm. Ferrari said to his drivers, like, um, you've got to go for it. There is no hitting the brakes. It's both of us die or yeah. like, you know, like desperate to win. Like will not be denied brutal discipline to win and compete. And uh, that's like Penelope was that. And I thought that was pretty cool. And she was the only one really that that brought that. Although I, I think Adam Driver did as directed. Yeah. In, in, it's an interesting, uh, if you saw or reading any of the stuff on uh, online about Adam Driver, this one, I think one of the clickbaity articles was uh, Adam Driver's uh, asked about playing like two Italians almost in back to back. Oh, with House, House it, of Gucci. It, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just kind of said like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I agree. Yeah. I don't care because yeah. he he is that good. People are talking about, oh, is the, the accent or... Oh, he's not Italian, all that sort of stuff. And I just go, well, if the guy that they were going to replace him with is, was an Italian guy and it's half as good a performance, then get the fuck out. Like, wh what here, are we here for? And, but that's the thing, particularly when it's going to be. OK, like, let's not kid ourselves. Studios are in business to make a profit. Mm -hmm. Now, if they uh, to green like this, they're going to have to get some major stars in. And how many people are going to go see a Michael Mann feature that is totally foreign language well i guess godzilla minus one proves that possible like yeah. i guess it's possible but <laughs> uh, you know same with napoleon you know there's going to be a certain amount of foreign films that are translated into english and you, you got to do the best with the people that are good for the role i think that adam driver was perfect for the role yeah uh but there was a lot of slipping of the the accent here and there but um, he in it is Italian's kind of hard to do, I, I imagine. It is. I liked the the coldness of him in this film, um, because if you do want to compare it to maybe House of Gucci and him playing another Ital famous Italian who's kind of ruthless, but he's more charming in House of Gucci. Um, but this one, you you don't know. I don't. I don't know if you like him. Like as a, as a as a person, and and it's hard to see the relationship with him and his son that he has with another woman, and then his relationship that he has with Penelope Cruz. But also, you are watching the film as well. He's the lead, and it's Ferrari, and that's the name on the screen. So he's the guy we're rooting for. But the question is, is is he somebody maybe sh we should be rooting for? And I, I think he plays the role great because. He is kind of this cold, hard businessman. That's what I mean. I think that's racing. That's as that is as directed. I think that um, we're not supposed. I really don't think we're supposed to be rooting for him. Yeah, this is kind of a. Um, it's more of a stick to the facts kind of narrative. It's yeah. not really sort of bent for you to like. I would call any of the connections between the leads uh romantic in any way like it's, it's not a romantic movie there's relationships but they're all frayed and uh yeah. full of anxiety and uh, immoral or you know but this is the thing in italy it's a bit different like first you know like penelope cruz knows that you know he's sleeping around but once she finds out it's been this long-standing relationship she kind of loses it 
Yeah. But in the end, she kind of, you know, like it just feels like maybe in 1957 in Italy, I kind of feel like maybe that's the way that it really was. And I'm like, that's not to condone it. It's just yeah. sort of fact of life. And if we're going to punish, if we're going to punish Ferrari for that, then there's a lot of people that need to have a reckoning. Well, I mean, I mean, time frame. We are talking about uh, late '40s is when uh, kind of the the film puts the background. I think it was '47, and then it jumps ten years to '57. And uh, the truth is, is it was a it was a post war relationship with mistress and him establishing Ferrari and stuff, and all that stuff was you know famous going to war and coming back and not that he was in the war he had his uh he had his factory bombed twice but just that was a that was a thing and it was europe and and that was the time frame but i do i do like the the bubbling and the spilling over of penelope's connection of going uh you make sure we had a deal you are home for breakfast before the maid gets here that's the deal but even the reality of her, there's the reality of him sleeping around and having a mistress. But then there's also the cold, hard reality where she shows up at the house when she figures out the money that he's asking for needs to be paid to so-and-so. And the banker slips up and accidentally says the wrong place. So she goes to visit that place and having the reality of, yeah, oh, Yes, he is with someone. I knew that, but she's in a house that we pay for and it looks like there's a child there and they lost a child. And, <laughs> and and from there it just goes. And the toy that is on the doorstep is the toy of her dead son given to his new son. Heartbreaking. <sighs> like it was just uh this is one of the things about Penelope. Like she delivered that scene, like I think in Almost any other person in this movie's hands would have just not worked at all. She really sold that scene. It was, um, I was very touched and moved. It was good. Yeah, and then even, I guess, like if we're going on to further casting, like you know, we said, Pat, Patrick Dempsey makes a appearance as well, which is kind of an interesting one. Mc McRacy Dreamy. I, I, <laughs> like the first time he takes the screen, I go. Huh. But then like later on I kind of go, "Oh. Okay. I I got to say this. Um Nicole loves my wife Nicole loves Grey's Anatomy. She uh, I I'm sure she has watched from the first episode until the most current episode uh four or five times. Like it's just almost like it's just constant constant rotation. Mm. I feel like Patrick Dempsey is sort of like part of my life. Um, I'm really happy for him to have this kind of role. Uh, I yeah. recently saw him at Thanksgiving, and that was like that was a good role. He probably oh, he got would, a good I, paycheck for that. Yeah, I don't watch those kinds of films normally, but I guess I didn't know he was in Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I, I maybe it was how I got Nicole into the theater. Okay, uh, but, like, it's McDreamy, and it's called Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, she's a, uh, she's not a uh, she's she's not not a fan of the slasher genre. Okay, um, but this one with Patrick Dempsey, like it, I thought it was very classy and. He he sold the end of it really well, so it ends. You know, he he's the winner of the race, but um, he he's not able to enjoy it for a, a real tragic and brutal reason, um, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But like, so he wasn't able to really 
enjoy this victory. And he's in the twilight of his career. And it's the first sort of like, well, it's the crowning achievement. He had won a lot of different races and he had um, never really finished well. So he, he was the one that ended up winning. They, they put the wreath over him and he's sitting there trying to enjoy himself. And he understands the situation that he's in. It's like, mm, even though I, like I should be king of the world right now, um, I'm just in the shadow. I, I think that, he was able to really communicate that feeling extremely well. well he, the he's, screen time he had, he killed it. I mean, be, them being introduced at the lunch table at the restaurant of here is the world's fastest driver. Here is the world's oldest driver. <laughs> yeah, totally. here is yeah. And he goes down the line, but when he goes to Dempsey and you look at the table of all these young guns, and then you've got Dempsey with very white hair, <laughs> super white hair. Um, you kind of wonder where that's going. Uh, and I guess if you know kind of the car history or, or, or that race, it, you know, he famously does win and it, it is overshadowed, but you're right. It's, it's kind of throughout, um, he, he plays the role well, and I'm not offended that they cast him in it. The, the, I mean, the rest of the casting, if we're, uh, like, those are probably the, the four people that you're going to know in the movie. Uh, I, I, I don't think it matters anybody else that they necessarily put in it and where they put it. I thought it was cast well, uh, especially his young driver that he, that he brings on Alfonso de Portago. Yeah. But did you recognize his girlfriend, the photographer? I didn't. Sarah, Sarah uh, Gadon. She Gadon? was in black bear. She was the girlfriend, uh, the, the girlfriend proper um, in black bear with Aubrey Plaza. Interesting. Which I'm, I can see that now, but they, yeah, they, um, her haircut and how they, they dolled her up a bit. She looked familiar, but I did not know that that was the same girl. Ah, um, yeah. I, I was, um, I, I think she's a definite up and comer to look out for. She reminds me of, um, I'm, I'm not going to murder this by, uh, saying wrong names, but the lead, in, uh, the lead actress in Departed. That, um, are we talking? I, I'm, I guess I'm wondering who you think the lead is in Departed, Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> no, the, the female lead. Oh, the uh, female the, lead. The psychiatrist. Oh, geez. You're putting me on the spot. Formega. I'm going to have to look it up. But look we, it can, up. we can keep moving. Yeah, we'll keep moving. Um, but here's the thing about um, her in that film. She was a big supporting role. We gotta get. We're gonna have to talk about the brutal. Um, we're gonna have to talk about that brutal. <laughs> There's some other things we've got. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let, let, let's go ahead and tackle that. Yeah. Now, I would say my general feeling about the film was as it was going along was um, I don't know what the stakes are here. I don't like. We're not really supposed to be rooting for anyone. It's not a race movie, so it's not like you're waiting for the victory lap and you're not sort of on the who's gonna yeah. win this race. Well, well, I guess. It it is framed on, it's not about the race. It's about money. Is we know that Ferrari is kind of going bankrupt. His his bookkeepers going. You're spending more than you're making. That's famous. Everybody knows that. All the Italians love to spend more than they make. But the fact is, is that he kind of has and he's trying to put deals together to well, how do you keep Ferrari in Italy? And is that possible without having to go international? Because we famously know about them going, do we try and uh, uh, court and go on dates with Ford or somebody else? And uh, fam- famously goes to Fiat. But they need they need money and they need they have suggestions to pump up production of go, well, sell more cars. And Ferrari goes, no, 
uh, I'm a, I am a racer. We are a racing company who happened to build uh, cars for people to drive around in as sports cars. And his big fight is against Maserati, where he goes, they are the opposite company to us. They want to just build and sell cars. And they're not a racing company. I'm a racing company. So it's more of this race to him somehow saving this company. And how is he going to do that? And where's the money going to come from? Is it going to come from, if you don't know the history, is it going to come from Ford? Well, if you've watched Ford versus Ferrari, we know, no, it does end up coming from Fiat, but we, we don't, we don't know how this film is framed, where it's going to end. And we, it's built around this big race, but it's, is it about winning the race? <laughs> so let's unpack this race for me. Well, the, I would say that the race is sort of, um, is at the sort of the, the peak of the crescendo because it's been, you know, this sort of medium paced marriage drama with a little bit of racing and stuff in the background, like a little bit of car stuff in the background, a little bit of Ferrari stuff in the background. But it's mostly been um, Adam Driver and either his mistress or his wife. And most of the scene, like this is the, the bulk of the movie. As we get to the race, you know, it's at a medium pace. And then the race starts and it's gorgeous. And there's the close-ups of the driver's faces. And there's the great sound and like some really great cinematography, some great bird's eye view. Like I really was impressed. And, I was thinking this during the movie. I was like, eh, I like, would I recommend someone see this in the cinema? It, it probably is the same experience on a nice TV at home. But on a nice TV and a nice sound system. I did kind of nice have a system. gripe with the screen that we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that? I didn't. You didn't notice it? No. Okay. Maybe I won't ruin it for you because it's your local screen. Well, they got more. Than it looked like a there. picnic table. There was there was a grid on the screen the entire time, especially in dark scenes. Oh, that was, it drove me crazy. Hey, th but. Th this is one of the nice things about older eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can be picking up stuff like that. Well, <laughs> uh, next time you go there, if you see it, don't uh, don't blame me. Ah, you know, it, it gives a little character. It's a theater character. But it is it. You know, like you said, the racing scenes they're yeah, they're pretty good. I did like the camera shots. It is it is different. Like if I, you kind of want to compare the movie to Ford versus Ferrari because it's you do, a similar story. It is like it's, uh, it's kind of like Flags of Our Fathers versus <laughs> um, Letters from Iwo Jima. Yeah, you're seeing a same history of time through you know a different angles, and I thought that was pretty good. But once the race came on, I was like, I am glad I'm seeing this this particular part. As it works best in theater because you really kind of immerse into the race, and they've got these you know tight groupings of the faces, and it's like it it was done extremely well. The yeah. highlight probably like the technical highlight of the film, and you know things are happening left and right, and people are getting out of the race, and there's been some accidents, and um, it's pretty guaranteed that Ferrari's going to win. Now this brutal scene is foreshadowed. There's a, a family in a small town on the on the raceway. Well, maybe even maybe even set it up more with the sun, and I, 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 it, it's almost like it's putting nods of his own family in it. Yeah, um, before it hits the screen. Totally. Yeah. So, um, you know, this race is going through the countryside, and it. It's going through all of these little small towns with these cars that are traveling 
at the time, which uh, it doesn't seem that fast now, but back then 150 miles an hour was like crazy fast, especially going through small towns on small roads. The scene starts out with, you know, family having breakfast and rest of the town is gathered on the road because they want to, you know, so, well, as soon as they hear the race, everybody empties out of the house and goes out to the road to, you yeah, know, everybody's go, listening go to the, the radio race. or watching the TV for the updates. But the parents, but the parents weren't, you know, but mm. they, they were just like, oh, either they weren't interested. I was like, oh, they're, they're just mature. They're not really worried about seeing a couple of race cars going by. But the young child goes out. Well, it's even it's even set up slightly earlier when Enzo's talking to his drivers and he goes, watch for dogs and watch for children. Yeah, totally. And so a, a child leaves the house and wanders towards the road. And I think that was the foreshadowing. Now, father chases after him, gets to the road, picks him up, starts walking back. I'm like, oh, well, that interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it, it did not prepare me for what was to come. And so this is the 1957, uh, I'm not Italian, but I I think you'd call it the Millet Miglia race. And um, yeah, we famously wonder what happens to the car, but the the car catches something on the road and and it kind of uh, makes a giant gash to almost explode the tire and they lose control of the car. And... uh, yeah. And he's got a real chance to win. So, and you know, the way that they're framing it with the score is like, man, this guy's, um, he's about a challenge. He, even though it was only Ferrari left in the competition, there was three of them and they were building up their racers that they're, they're going to keep going for. And this it. is Portago's hoping to, to win and, and set a name for himself. It's his newest uh, driver yeah. as well. The, you can tell the, the movie is kind of framed around him as well because he has his, I think, girlfriend. They don't really talk about it who she is to him no they just sort of indicate that she had left uh somebody in hollywood to be with yeah. him after he had been in hollywood with somebody else and so on and so forth i thought that was going to be a way for anzo to slip in i was wrong um but the way that they filmed this um so you know he's he's fixing the challenge and they show these little things on the ground that have like a little like a little rubber dividers between the lanes and one of them had a little spur on it. And then you're like, oh, he's going to definitely be hitting that. Got slow motion, sped up, slow motion, sped up. That was some good cinematography there. But uh, it was it was drastic enough. The lead up, all of it. It was drastic enough seeing that car flying through the air. But how it landed, I am not kidding. That we, is yeah. one graphically intense. Uh, it was pretty heavy. Yeah. we We, I guess... I don't. Well, I guess we don't really want to take away from the weight of the film because this is a this is a movie that I that I loved. Uh, I did. I did love it uh, for 2023. I'm not sure if it's gonna if all said and done when we get all these 2023 films if it's gonna crack the top ten. Uh, but I am a young father with two kids and how they kind of frame the relationships, the marriages, the dating the relationships with the sons, even like you're talking about the foreshadowing of even just these people that we only see for maybe, I don't know if you time the scene. It, it could maybe be 30 seconds or a minute At where most, it's them eating the, breakfast. I don't even think it was and that And you long. see the little boy and the boy would probably be, you know, closer to my son's age or, you know, slightly older. And you just kind of go, I wonder if that's just going to be a nod to, to Enzo having lost his son 
or w- what they're going to do there. But it, um, it, yeah, it, it, it tugs on the heartstrings and it's, uh, it doesn't, yeah. I could make your heart stop. So, um, if I yelled out know. Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the theater when we're watching it and, uh, you kind of heard the whole, it wasn't a filled theater, but the, it was a, gasp. there was a collect- everybody gasped. There was a collective gasp for sure. Uh, intense. Um, I was also thinking that this is the type of film I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It might sit like I, I need time to sit with it. Um, but I was thinking that as, as a history lesson, I loved it as a history lesson um, about a subject that I had not had interest in before. It has generated some interest for me. I had seen Ford versus Ferrari, but I was not really like, wasn't looking up all these statistics about Ford or um, doing Wikipedia on Ford or anything like that. And I think I probably will see a little, like I'll probably do some Wikipedia searching on the, yeah. the facts of this movie. But if I got history lessons, like if Michael Mann made movies that were history lessons, totally, uh, that would be my thing. I would, I'd go weekly. I'd, I'd re-enroll in college. Michael Mann has made me want to re-enroll in a history class. Um, I, I like, there's films that, there's films that do that. There's mini series and there's TV shows when they, uh, sort of do historical dramas. Um, I, I like that a lot better than, cause I didn't do well in my history classes in high school. If I'd had this kind of media to consume, I think I would have learned it, uh, as well or better as the kids who were able to read and <laughs> digest that information the right way. Know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern? Have you rated this film, or do you want to? Do you want to rate it? What do you? I'm sitting with a four at the moment. Same. I, I thought that um, particularly Penelope Cruz was excellent. I thought the directing was excellent, and overall, like definitely the sound design was great. Um, I thought the mistress side of it, even though like. I, I guess I was a little shocked that it ended up being this sort of marriage drama and it was sort of showing. Yeah. I thought it was some some odd decisions about how that was delivered. I didn't really think there was high stakes for anything. Like I wasn't really buying, like I wasn't rooting for anybody. There was no heroes. That could have, yeah. like, this is why it might elevate later after I am able to maybe figure out what the actual point is, if there is one. Yeah. Um, but it's not surfacely available. And then therefore, I'm going to leave it at four for right now with a room to go in either direction, really. This, this is a below-the-surface film. For sure. If, like, if you're going to see this film with your with the guys, because you think you're going to see a Ferrari racing film, you're going to be let down. Yeah, it's not a buddy movie. And, it's, and, and, and it might be confusing because you're seeing Ferrari on the screen and you're seeing Michael Mann as the director, but you have to understand that this is a relationship drama. It's kind of like a marriage story. <laughs> the Ferrari version, <laughs> the Ferrari version, which, kind of. um, yeah, but in that, uh, well, I did, I kind of, I kind of wondered if we replaced, uh, if we were recasting like Shailene Woodley with Greta you know, Gerwig, I mean, Gerwig, oh, could she do, she, she's too cutesy. She hey, couldn't do, she, I don't think uh, she could she'd do be the Jewish. accent. She could do Jewish really well. She can, but that, uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. But I even wondered, yeah, cause I made the joke of, could it be uh Scar Joe again playing his alternate 
because she can also oh from be, House of Gucci yeah because yeah, she can also no not no because that was um that, oh, was, that Gaga. was Lady Gaga yeah um if it could just be somebody that I felt like he had a a, a more believable relationship with on screen that was the, that was the main part that I struggled with knowing that okay if you accept that this is a relationship drama well who am I buying into and I'm I wasn't buying into their relationship I was buying into what about Florence the heat what about Florence Pugh yeah I think I with dark hair I I could yeah to, to be honest I think you could easily replace Shailene Woodley with a lot of B level actresses and it would like be, actual and, it would, and it would play the same like actual Italians maybe even correct like, like I, I, I don't think and I'm trying not I'm trying to do my best not to to knock her as an actress or or as you know that sort of thing but I, I just go I, I didn't I didn't buy it when you know that that is actually meant to be the point of the film and even when the film wraps when it tells you you know the it tells you the history on screen at the end and Hey, let me say, um, I, I, my closing thought would be uh, along those lines. Um, that yeah, like I don't want to discourage Shailene from um, pursuing higher, you know, ranked films and these great roles and high aspirations and like go for it. But I'm the type of person that normally, when somebody criticizes me, it makes me give even a little bit harder. Like I'm, I'm going to be honest with my criticism. I just don't think she's there yet. I think she was miscast. Yeah, she almost still I, felt but I, young but for I like, the role. I like her a lot. I didn't like it. Yeah. It just wasn't at the level of everyone else. And I hope that I hope that um if we're fortunate enough that she listens to this and takes it on board, it's said with great love. Like I, I I'm not saying it to be malicious or mean at all. It just from a black and white perspective, just wasn't up like it was B, everybody else was A. Well, mm. maybe not everybody else. Yeah. But everybody else pretty much was, you know, spot on. A lot of like a lot of no name actors, and everybody just yeah, played their part. The really supporting, well. the supporting cast that they built around them, like props to Michael Mann and 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 casting because it it I love it her. Plays like, great. Honestly, and the other films that I've seen her in, I've loved. Spectacular Now, loved. Yeah, Big Little Lies, loved. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see all the divergent. With that said, I hope that um, that would be my closing thoughts. I hope that. If there's any criticism of the movie that she reads from us or anyone else, that she just uses it to um, set the world on fire in her, in her next home. But uh, yeah, you know, thanks for coming to the film tonight with me. I enjoyed our film dogs 2024 opening night. The film dogs. The film dogs. Thank you for joining us. We hope we will continue to remain your one stop shop for everything film related. Because life's way too short for bad movies. Good night.